The great thing about being an entrepreneur is that you're your own boss. You make your own rules. You can do whatever you want to do. The challenge of being an entrepreneur is that you're your own boss. You make your own rules and you can do whatever you want to do. And the problem can be sometimes you don't know what to do. In fact, you may be making mistakes right now in your business and don't even know that you're making mistakes and you don't even know how they're hurting you. So here's what I did. I went and made a list of the 13 most common mistakes I see in entrepreneurs every single day, and I'm going to share them with you and how to fix them completely for free. All you had to do is go to workonmygame.com. That's workonmygame.com. Put your email address in on that page, and I'm going to share with you the top 13 mistakes entrepreneurs make, why they make them, and how to fix them all in one place. Just go to workonmygame.com. I will tell you how to fix the biggest mistakes you may be making in your business right now and are not even aware that you're making them. And we're going to fix them all in the same spot. And this will take you less than 40 minutes. Go to workonmygame.com right now and let's fix the problems that you may not even know that you have. Wherever you're listening to the show, please subscribe to the show so that you are getting notified about every new episode that comes out and leave a rating of the show so that other people can know about it. We can move up the algorithm so other people can work on their game the same way you're working on your game. Now let's get to it. I send out a daily motivation text every single morning that is guaranteed to have you focused, sharp, and on point to start your day. And I promise you, you want to receive this message. All you have to do to join my text community is to text me at my number 305-384-6894. Once you join, we'll tell you all your options for how often you can get texted by us and all of that. Just text me at the number 305-384-6894 to get that daily motivation. So you're waiting for the coast to be clear, folks. You're setting yourself up for a lifetime of disappointment. Also, a lifetime of hesitation, procrastination, and failure. And what ifs, which you don't want too many of those. Stayallday.com. exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has, relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach, too. Hey, you, work on your game. You gave me something really good. Work on your game. Dreolday.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. The reason most people don't reach their goals in life is not because they never ask themselves what they want. Most of you do that. It's not because they're not willing to do the work. Most of you do a whole lot of that. It's because they never ask themselves the third key question, which is, who do I need to be? I wrote a book called The Mirror of Motivation that is all about asking and answering that question of and for yourself. That's why it's called The Mirror of Motivation. In that book, you're going to learn who you need to be as a person so that you can go get into that right energy, then do what you need to do, and then you'll be able to reach your goals and have what you want to have. If that sounds like the missing link in your process, and let me give you a hint, it is the missing link in your process, I'll give you a free copy of The Mirror of Motivation. All you have to do is cover the shipping and just go to mirrorofmotivation.com. Again, mirrorofmotivation.com. I will give you a free copy of that book so you can ask yourself the key question that you have never asked yourself, that most people never ask themselves, that will make all the difference in your success. Mirrorofmotivation.com. 
You are now tuned into the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, the confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically, and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you've expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative, which is the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques all underneath the umbrella of one unified philosophy that is called work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is nothing happens until you commit. Now, before we get into this, let me remind or inform everyone. I send out a text message every day guaranteed to have you focus sharp and on point. I call it the daily motivation. Also, someone out every week called the Monday motivation. You want to get these messages. It is free to join my text community. My number is 305-384-6894. You can find that number down below in the description to this episode. Secondly, work on your game university. That's the only place where I do any coaching. If any of you would like to work with me directly and have me as your coach, there is only one way to do it and only one place to get started. That is at workonyourgameuniversity.com. That link is also down below in the description accompanying that number and some other links to some other things. Any uh, sponsors we mentioned, all the links are down below in the description. With that out of the way, let's get into this topic, which is nothing happens until you commit. Now, the reason we're talking about this is because I'm going to venture to guess. I know my audience and I'm going to venture to guess that almost everyone who is listening to this show, you're looking to make some things happen in your life right now. You are not content with just being where you are and not advancing. You are not OK with staying exactly as you are right now. You're looking to move forward, advance, get better and make progress in your life in some way, shape or form. Well, I'm here to let you know that that change that you want to happen, that thing that you want to occur. You have to jump all in and commit to it before the result appears. And we're going to get further into that in my points here today. First, let's get a definition of this word commit. What does it mean to commit? It means to carry out or perpetrate. Everyone who listens to a show like this one, again, you have goals of being successful. And we have different ways of defining that success, but we all want to be successful. The challenge for many of us is that we are looking for the signs that a certain action will be successful before we commit to the action. And that's a challenge. The reason why this is a challenge is that it doesn't work this way. All right, so it's a, more of a, it's a problem, but it can be solved. And the point here, the thesis of today's episode is we have to commit before we can find out if the thing we're committing to is going to work or is not going to work. And often, here's the key. Once we commit to something, usually we find a way to make it work. And the reason why we find a way to make it work is because we're committed. It's not magic. It's because we're committed. And I'm going to come to back to this one in our points here today. So that's enough of the introduction. Let's get into it. Point number one. Topic once again today is nothing happens until you commit. Number one, the universe usually will not show you a sign that something's a good idea until it knows that you are all in on the idea. Let me say that one again. The universe will not show you a sign that something is a good idea until it knows that you are all in on the idea. And if you don't go all in on the idea, then it's not going to show you that it is a good idea. So you'll never know. And this is where this is the purgatory that uh, many people exist in because they never go all in on anything. So they don't know what's going to work, what's not going to work. And I talk to people all the time in, in live conversations. They say this, well, I'm not quite sure this is going to work. Not quite sure it's a good idea. Well, you'll never know if it's a good idea or not until you actually start doing it. See, anything can look good or look bad. When you're just standing on the edge of the pool looking into the water, you won't know what the water's like till you jump in. But you got to jump all the way. You can't just dip your toes in. 
So any of you who's into the laws of the universe, spirituality, you're into mindfulness or any of that stuff that people will call that woo woo stuff, that kind of stuff. This is it right here. I'm giving it to you right here. The universe must know that you are committed to something before it will show you that committing to that thing is actually going to produce a result that is going to work out. You got to jump in. In short, folks, you need to reach the point of no return with something in such a way that you are committed before the results show. You got to commit. The point of no return is when you buy into something and you're not quite sure it's even going to work. And then the universe starts showing you, okay, now that we see that you're bought in, okay, now let me show you how this is going to work. Now let me show you that this is a good idea. Now let me show you the results that you're going to get from it. But you got to buy in first. It's not show me the results, then I'll buy in. No, it's buy in, then we show you the results. This is what we mean by the point of no return. All right, you're buying in and you're burning the bridge. Remember, I heard the story of this guy. This was uh, years ago when I was not even an entrepreneur yet. I think I was still in college. And I went to this network marketing meeting. And the guy who had started the company, he had written a book. And I believe it was in his book that I read this. And he talked about how he was working at like an auto insurance company or something like that. And he decided to quit his insurance job to start this network marketing company. And he told his boss that he was quitting and why he was quitting to start this company. And his boss said to him, well, look, you you've been a good worker. You're a good producer. So I accept the fact that you're quitting and I respect the fact you're quitting to start your business. So, However, what I'll do is I'll keep your job spot available. So if and when your business fails, you can come back and have your job back. And the guy who started the company said, well, I have to refuse that offer. He had to refuse the offer and told his boss, no, do not hold the spot as if I'm coming back. Fill it as if I'm never coming back because I'm never coming back. And what he was communicating and saying that was he had reached the point of no return. Like, I'm not coming back to this. I'm going to make this thing that I'm committing to work out. All right. That's what it means when I say the point of no return. And when you're committed, that's when the results start showing. And this is why I have told you all that you need courage when stepping into a new space, not confidence. Many people, when they step into doing something new, they are seeking confidence. They're like, all right, well, I don't feel confident enough to do this thing right now. Well, you're not going to feel confident because you have no reason to be. Confidence is about what you've done in your past, where courage is about what you're going to do in the future. I talked about this in episode number 2740. Confidence pulls on past experiences because that's what confidence is, belief in your ability to do something. This comes from the fact that you've actually done it. So if you're doing something you've never done before. And you're seeking confidence, you're working with an inaccurate formula. You're not going to have any confidence because you haven't done it. What you need to pull on instead is courage when you're doing something new. So that's how many people fail to step forward, not because they don't have courage, but simply because they don't even consider that courage is the thing they need, not confidence. And instead, they look for confidence, don't see it, and then they don't do anything. And there are many people, some of you listening to me right now, who only do things when you feel confident. You only do things when you can feel confidence. Here's the problem. The only things you'll do if you need confidence to do them are things you've already done before. In other words, this is the endless loop, the hamster wheel that you are setting yourself on because you will never do anything that you haven't done before. You'll never do anything new because the only things you're willing to do are things you've done before, i.e. the things you're confident about. And this is how people get stuck. And you don't even realize that they're the ones making themselves stuck. And the only reason you make yourself stuck, folks, is because you're asking the wrong question. If you just change the question, everything changes. So when it comes to stepping forward, into a new space and doing a new thing, since you have no confidence, and you're not supposed to, you need to call on courage to step forward anyway, even though you are completely ignorant of where you're going and you lack experience in where you're headed. 
you need to have courage and do it anyway. That's the difference between the people who move forward and the people who don't. And just to be clear, when it comes to moving forward and getting better, understand that this is not something that the people's reluctance to do this, any of you who is reluctant to do this, this is something that you were taught. This is something that you learned. This is nature versus nurture. This is you were nurtured into not having the courage to step forward because there was a time in your life when you had the courage to step forward and you did it all the time. How can I, can I prove that to you? Yes. It was when you were an infant, you had the courage to step forward. All right. Most of you who listen to this are able to walk. And even if you're disabled, there was probably a time in your life when you were able to walk. Most people, right? How'd you learn how to walk? All right. You didn't have any confidence because you had no past experience. You needed the courage to keep trying. How'd you learn how to talk? How'd you learn how to read? How'd you learn how to write? How'd you learn how to understand English? All of those things were leaps forward that were based on the courage to keep trying, despite the fact that you were not so good at it when you first started. True or not. So all of you had this ability to step forward courageously into new things, despite your ignorance and despite your lack of experience. What happened was as you got older and quote unquote smarter and quote unquote more intelligent, you gained a lot of experience. And a lot of that experience was sometimes negative experience. And you allowed that negative experience to back you into a corner of fear which blocks you from accessing your courage. And then you come up with this rationalization that I'm only going to do things when I feel confident about doing them. But that's a problem because that means you only do things you've done before. And that keeps you stuck in a box. And some of you are stuck in a box right now. And you may stay stuck in that box until they bury you in a box. Unless you really emotionalize, not just rationalize, but emotionalize what I'm telling you here and do something different. Choose a different formula. Attention all health enthusiasts. Let me tell you how to stay hydrated and healthy when you drink water. Are you tired of constantly worrying about the quality of the water you consume? We all know how important it is to stay hydrated and quench our thirst with clean, refreshing water. But we're risking our health with every gulp by drinking contaminated tap water. So introducing AquaTrue, the ultimate solution to your hydration woes. Unlike ordinary water filters that leave traces of impurities behind, AquaTrue guarantees your peace of mind. With its advanced four-stage reverse osmosis technology, this revolutionary water filter is designed to remove up to 99% of harmful contaminants such as lead, chlorine, pesticides, and even pharmaceuticals. Believe that. Before you dismiss AquaTrue as too good to be true, let's address one thing. Some users have noticed that the filter replacement process can be a bit time-consuming. However, this minor inconvenience is more than outweighed by the top-notch performance and unmatched purity that AquaTrue produces. Now, why does AquaTrue stand out from the crowd? While other water filters struggle to effectively eliminate impurities, AquaTrue does it in literally seconds. I got them. I know. I have it right here in my office. Its powerful filtration system ensures that you and your loved ones can enjoy crystal clear water that not only tastes great, but also promotes optimal health. But wait, there's more. AquaTrue separates itself from the competition with its sleek and compact design. It actually looks great on your kitchen countertop. No more bulky water filter pitchers taking up precious refrigerator space. AquaTrue fits seamlessly on your countertop, providing you with an unlimited supply of pure, refreshing water, literally at the touch of a button. So no more worrying about hidden contaminants that may lurk in your water, because with AquaTrue, you can sip and savor each glorious glass of water knowing that your health is no longer at risk. So you stay hydrated, stay healthy, and say goodbye to those mediocre filtration systems. So, health-focused individuals, 
Don't settle for less when you can have the best. Experience the aqua true difference today and gift yourself the purest, cleanest water imaginable. Go to workwhenyourgame.com slash A-T, that stands for Aqua True, and get $100 off any Aqua True filter. Again, that's workwhenyourgame.com slash A-T, and get $100 off any Aqua True filter. Do not miss out on this opportunity to revolutionize your hydration game. Your body will thank you. Point number two. Today's topic, once again, is nothing happens until you commit. Number two. Even a dictionary agrees with me. All right, commitment comes before a guarantee. And you might want to look that up in a dictionary. Got to be a paper dictionary, not an online dictionary. And if you got a paper dictionary in your home, most of you don't even have one. Some of you don't even know that there used to be a such thing as a dictionary was an actual book, like a physical book you held in your hand, not something that you Googled. But in the actual dictionary, the letter C comes before the letter G in the alphabet, right? Which means the word commitment shows up in the dictionary before the letter G shows up in the dictionary. That's the metaphor that I'm drawing here. I, I need to explain that metaphor because, again, some of you, have no idea what I'm talking about when I say the dictionary agrees commitment comes before guarantee. Drake, what the hell does that mean? It means there used to be a book. Right? You want to look up the definition of word, you had to actually open a physical book to look it up. But I think I'm dating myself with that example. Now, a lot of people are waiting for a guarantee before they jump into anything. Well, you know what they say, right? The only guarantees in life are death and taxes. If you're waiting for something to be guaranteed, or for the coast to be clear, in other words, all your commitments and needs, and I got to take care of this, this, this. You're waiting for your ledger to be completely clear and empty before you do something new, for everything to look like it's going to work out before you get started. If that's what you're waiting for, here's the problem. You got another inaccurate formula. Nothing's ever going to happen in your life. You're never going to do anything because you will never have a completely clean slate. How many of you right now is waiting to do a couple things as soon as this and this and this and this and this and this and this, a bunch of things, some of which you have control over and many of which you have no control over. As soon as everything is clear, then you're going to go do the thing that you've been thinking about and looking at and planning on and wanting to do. How many of you can attest to that, that you have at least one of those things in your life right now? Every single listener should be raising their hand because everybody has. them. And listen, I talk to a lot of people. I talk to a lot of different people from different backgrounds, different industries, different age groups, male, female, all different types of industries. And everyone has these things. They have all of these as soon as. A bunch of people have a bunch of as soon as things. Everybody know what I mean when I say as soon as things? All right, because we all got them. Here's the problem with as soon as. All, right, all of them will never all align and get done all at the same time. So as soon as you knock out three of them, three more will pop up. As soon as you knock out five of them, you still got five left that you haven't taken care of. It's never going to be completely clear. So there will be times in life where you got to kind of shoehorn and force the action. This is the fourth principle that we talk about when I open the show every day. We call it personal initiative, your ability to go make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. See, if you're waiting for your entire slate to clear, you're waiting or you're waiting for the slate to clear. Problem is the slate ain't never going to clear. So the personal initiative means I got to go and force the action here and I have to force this change that I want to occur because the stars are not going to align to make it easy for me to do this. So I'm going to have to force it to occur. And there are times in life when you want to allow the, as we say in sports, let the game come to you. There are times in life when you want to do that. And there are times where you just got to go out and you got to force the action. I remember watching this Michael Jordan VHS tape back in the day. Again, millennials, you don't know what a VHS tape is. You can, that one you can Google or you can ask your parents about it. Michael Jordan put out these tapes back in the 90s. I think this was around the time of his first retirement. So this was like the mid-90s. And there were a few tapes. There was 
Michael Jordan. It was one called Come Fly With Me. I remember that one. There was another one called Michael Jordan's. I think it's called Michael Jordan's Playground, something like that. And there was one more. I think there were three of these VHS tapes, Michael Jordan tapes. And they were basically like montages. These days, what I'm talking about on these tapes, they would be YouTube videos. But back then, they were on VHS tapes. And on one of these tapes, Michael was talking about a specific era. I think this video came out, this was either 1992 or 1993 in the summer. So this is the NBA offseason, either 92 or 93, because the Bulls had just won the championship either for the second or the third year in a row. This is the first wave of Bulls championships with Michael Jordan. And that year in the playoffs, they had played against the New York Knicks. And the New York Knicks gave the Bulls all they can handle. I believe it was, yeah, I don't remember which year it was, because I know they played them in 92 and 93, but it was one of those years. The series went to a game seven. So the Knicks were very good. Knicks were a very good team in the mid-90s, but never got over the hump to win the championship. And I still remember John. I was a Knicks fan. I'm from Philadelphia, but my favorite team in the 90s was the Knicks. And it wasn't against Jordan beating them. But in 1994, when they played against Houston Rockets in the NBA Finals, and they went to game seven, and John Stark shot like two for 18 in game seven, and the Knicks blew that series because they were up three to two and lost both games. That killed a lot of, if I got any New Yorkers listening to this over the age of 30, y'all know what I'm talking about. But anyway, before that, because that was when Jordan was retired, before that, Knicks couldn't even get to the finals because they kept losing to Jordan. So this particular year, he was either 92 or 93. Y'all can look it up. They're going to game seven. New York Knicks against the Chicago Bulls. The game is in Chicago. And Michael Jordan is telling a story on this VHS tape of when he's heading into the game seven and he called his father. And he called his father and he asked his dad, hey, you know, what do you think I should do? Should I, you know, kind of play it cool, just play through the system, you know, let the game come to me, was what they say in sports. So sometimes an athlete in a game, they may be, as we say, pressing, like they're really trying to force the action. And sometimes they end up making mistakes because they're trying too hard. So he called his dad, Michael Jordan, and he asked his dad, what should I do? Should I kind of play through my teammates and kind of get them all going here in this game seven that's coming up? Because this is a big game. Or should I just you know take the lead and kind of somewhat in some way force the action and kind of make it happen? And Michael Jordan's dad immediately responded, according to Michael Jordan, he's telling the story. Says dad was like, man, take the lead, take the lead. You got to you got to lead these guys. You got to go out there and lead them from the front. And Michael Jordan followed his dad's advice. He had, I believe, 54 points in the game seven. And the Bulls did indeed beat the New York Knicks and they did indeed win the championship that particular year. The whole point is, and the reason I'm bringing all of that up, is you can't wait for the coast to be clear. And sometimes you got to force it. Now, coast being clear in Michael Jordan's case would have been, let's say all his teammates came out and they were really hyped up for the big game and they were all ready to go and they were all ready to kind of play their best basketball. But Michael didn't want to risk it, that his teammates weren't ready. So he wanted to step out into the front. He wanted to be the person in the vanguard, the person who was leading and showing them that, hey, y'all get on my back. Y'all follow my lead. I'm going to lead and we're going to win this game. And that would give them confidence rather than him waiting to see what they were going to do. and then. You know, having to figure it out on the go, he said, I'm just going to take it from the beginning, which is what he did. And Bulls went out and won that game. And speaking of YouTube, you can find the highlights of that game. Just look up Bulls, Knicks, Game 7, Michael Jordan, and that'll probably be the first game that comes up. I think that's the only time they played the Knicks in Game 7. And Michael Jordan took over that game. They went one game and again, as I said, won the championship. So if you're waiting for the coast to be clear, folks, you're setting yourself up for a lifetime of disappointment. Also, a lifetime of hesitation, procrastination, and failure. And what ifs? which you don't want too many of those. And this is what Michael Jordan's father was telling Michael Jordan that he didn't want a what if. He didn't say it in so many words, at least not according to Michael Jordan's story. You don't want a what if here. Just take the lead and go make things happen the way you want them to happen. 
some of you are already living life that looks like these phrases that I just used that most of you probably don't want associated with your life. Disappointment, hesitation, procrastination, and failure. You're living a life like that right now simply because you're waiting for everything to be just right. You want the stars to align. Stars ain't aligning, folks. They don't align. Uh, It's not happening. When you're waiting for something that can't ever happen, in other words, you're operating by an inaccurate formula. You know those days in your life when you don't really feel like being at work, you don't really feel like doing the job that you're required to do, but you have to do it anyway? Yeah, those days. We call those days the third day. Everyone has them no matter what it is that you do. And you need to, if you're going to be a professional, have a system for getting through those days because they're going to happen. I wrote a book called The Third Day, the decision that separates the pros from the amateurs that systematically and strategically coaches you on how to get through those days so you can give your best effort when you least feel like it. I will give you a free copy of the book. Again, it's called The Third Day. All you have to do is cover the shipping and go to thirddaybook.com. Again, that's thirddaybook.com. Dot com. Get a free copy of that book, How to Separate Yourself, the Pro, from the Amateurs, by showing up and giving your best effort when you least feel like it. Just go to thirddaybook.com. Point number three. Today's topic, once again, is nothing happens until you commit. Number three. Once you commit to a plan, you will have fewer options. And this is actually a good thing. Yes, you heard me correctly. Once you commit to a plan, you will have fewer options. And let me tell you why this is a good thing, because when you have fewer options, that leads to more clarity and easier decision making because you don't have so many choices to choose from. That's why you want to have fewer options. And many times in life, it's better to have less options than more options because it makes it easier to make choices and you don't waste any time in deliberation. So when you have too many options at the same time, we call that the paradox of choice. There's an old fable that says there was a donkey who was hungry and thirsty and it needed both water and food. So it came to a point and is walking along looking for the water and the food. It comes to a point where it sees 10 feet to the right of the donkey, there is food. And 10 feet to the left of the donkey, there is water. Which one do you think the donkey took? Well, it's a trick question. The donkey died because it was standing there trying to decide which one to go to first. And in the process, it died of both thirst and starvation. That's what happens with a lot of people. This paradox of choice. You have too many options. And while you're trying to decide which one to take, all the options get taken off the table by somebody who didn't see themselves as having options. They just wanted the one thing and they went and took it while you were waiting on or trying to decide which one you wanted. Many people don't want to commit to anything because they want to keep their options open and have as many possibilities as possible at their fingertips, especially in the world that we live in today. Because we have so many options naturally, many people just live their lives by this by default. This is your normal operating system. I just want to have as many options as possible of anything that I can do. The problem with having too many possibilities, folks, is that you run into this paradox. Because you have too many options, you can't pick one. But here's the thing. When you commit to something fully, you don't have any other options. When you commit to something fully, there are no other options. All right, that's what it is. There are no other options. I'm a person who, for example, and some of you are like this as well, I do not skip workouts. I would have to be extremely sick or there had to be some extreme type of uh, weather situation going on for me to skip a workout, assuming that my workout requires me to go outside. And when I say go outside, I don't mean I'm going to work out outside, but I got to leave the house in order to get to wherever the workout's taking place. I don't skip workouts. There was this 
hurricane level, and it wasn't hurricane level, that would be exaggeration, but very strong winds going on here in South Florida about two weeks ago from the date of this recording. And the winds were so strong that it knocked the power out in my building and we didn't have water for like two days. And it was all kind of complaining going on here, especially the, these people who live in these kind of places that you should have heard some of the stuff that was being said. But anyway, I remember the day that that was happening and my schedule told me I was supposed to go to my boxing gym, which is not in my building. I needed to go there and I could walk there. But that particular day I said, OK, I won't walk. I'll drive there. And I drove there. But and I remember Anna was asking me, are you going to go work out? And I said, of course, that's not even you shouldn't even ask me if I'm going to work out. I'm going to skip workouts. I do not skip workouts. On Thanksgiving Day and the day after Thanksgiving, known as Black Friday, one of those days I'm supposed to be at the boxing gym working out, but the gym is open at different hours that don't really suit my schedule for that day. I'm still going to get a workout in. I'll probably use the building gym. And the thing is, I'm still going to figure out some way to kind of you know, burn those calories and get the workout in and do what I need to do that day because I do not skip workouts. It's a non-negotiable. And you need to know what your non-negotiables are. When you have non-negotiables, there are no other options. Only option you have is to work with the non-negotiable that you decided on, which means you just got to figure out a way to make that non-negotiable happen. When something is truly non-negotiable, there's no question. And when there's no question, then you can focus. And focus creates and multiplies force. I told you this in episode 1193. Focus is a force multiplier. If you want to increase your force in life, the impact that you can make on people and yourself, what you need to do is narrow your focus. Point number four, today's topic, once again, is nothing happens until you commit. Number four, when we are committed, we make things work. Simple as that. It's a magic formula for success. When we are committed, we make things work. When you are fully committed to something, assuming you have some level of agency, skill, knowledge, energy, and buy-in, assuming you got some of each one of those, Usually you will find a way to make any commitment turn out to be a good decision. Even if the good decision is, I saw what I saw here and it's not going to work out. Now I'm going to go do something else. That can be a good decision too. But at least you know what happened and you're not sitting around wondering what would have been because you know what happened because you did it. See, when you commit, you have no other choice. Again, this is the reason why as long as you are committed and you have some amount of agency skill, knowledge, energy, and buy-in, you will make things work out well for you because there's no other option but things working out well. Now, this is the power of commitment. It narrows your focus, which allows you to put all of your resources into one thing instead of diverting your resources amongst multiple things. And again, I just told you, focus is a force multiplier. So as I talked about in episode, I believe it was episode 1254, episode 1254, 1254. Instead of going a mile wide and an inch deep, you go an inch wide and a mile deep. All right, this is where all the results are. And by the way, if you go to drealday.com slash blog, B-L-O-G, that's where you can find. And by the time you hear this, there should be a search bar on there where you can find any episode in history to show as well as working your game But on our blog, also, you can get the written material. You can see the video and the audio for our episodes. So that's probably a better resource than the working your game podcast, which we still will keep that domain. But it's dreyallday.com slash blog. Make sure you put the www. I don't know when they changed it with websites, but now you got to have that most of the time. So www.dreyallday.com slash blog. That's where you can find every episode in history of the show. And we'll probably reroute Work On Your Game podcast to go there as well. We'll see. I'm getting ahead of myself. Anyway, the reason why so few people ever go an inch wide and a mile deep on anything is because of their fear of commitment. Because commitment requires, again, courage, not confidence. 
So many people don't have the courage to commit to one thing because they're worried all the what if. So what if it doesn't work out? Well, if you're fully committed to something that has no choice but to work out. Should I say that again? When you're fully committed to something, then it has no choice but to work out. As I've already told you, most people incorrectly go looking for confidence when doing something new. They don't find it. Then they use that as an excuse or a reason to do nothing. Your choice. And this is why I lay these things out here today. So and on this episode every day so that you understand what formulas you're operating by. Oftentimes you just have a bad formula. There's nothing wrong with your you personally or your skills, just that you're operating by a bad formula. You fix the formula, everything else starts fixing itself. Let's recap today's class. Which is, nothing happens until you commit. Definition of commitment is to carry out or to perpetrate. Number one, the universe usually will not show a sign that something is a good idea until it knows you are all in. In other words, you got to jump in with both feet, folks, to find out what's actually going to happen. You can't get a guarantee before you start working. Which leads to point number two. Even the dictionary agrees. Commitment comes before guarantee. A lot of people are waiting for a guarantee before they jump into anything, but there are no guarantees of success in life. The only guarantee is that you're going to die and you're going to get taxed. Everything else, you got to jump in to find out. Number three, once you commit to a plan, you have fewer options, which is good because you'll have more clarity and decision making is a lot easier, which means you can condense time and get a lot more done in less time than most people do and in less time than even you would do simply because you gave yourself fewer options by making the commitment. And number four, when we're committed, we make things work. You commit to something, usually you figure out a way to make it go well because you're committed to it. You are engaged and you are invested in that thing. Many people never make anything go well in their lives because they never invest in anything. They never commit to anything. They want to keep their options open. And this paradox of choice is the exact thing that is making you do things slowly and not get anything done that needs to get done. So you make these changes in your formulas and all of a sudden success becomes a whole lot easier. All that said, make sure you text me so you're in my text community. My number is 305-384-6894 and workonyourgameuniversity.com. Only place you can get coached by me directly. That link and the number down below in the description to this video or this audio as well. Work on your game. DreAllDay.com. While you are here, don't forget to text me so you can be part of my texting community where you can ask me questions. You can share challenges with me. You are messaging me directly. You can get a direct response from me because I do read and reply to my messages. My number again, 305-384-6894. One more time, 305-384-6894. Make sure you text me because you never know when I'm going to send a message that could be the one thing you need to hear, the one thing you need to do, the one insight you need to get that could change your life. Make sure you message me 305-384-6894. People often ask me, Dre, is there any way that I could work with you directly? Is there any way that I could talk to you on a regular basis? Just ask you questions, share with you what I'm doing and just get your feedback and your insight on where I'm going personally and professionally. The answer is yes. And the further answer is there's only one place to do that. That is work on your game university. That's the only place I do any coaching. It's the only place I work with anyone directly. All you have to do to get involved in the university is go to work on your game There you'll see all your options, whether you want to schedule a call with us, join one of our group programs, and we go from there. I'll see you inside. Again, that's work on your game Introducing AG1, newest sponsor of Work On Your Game, the all-in-one daily supplement that takes your health and well-being to new heights. Now, you know me as a pro athlete. I'm very meticulous about what I put in my body. I still perform every day as an athlete. I got to make sure I'm putting good stuff in me. So AG1 has a powerful blend of 75 essential vitamins, minerals, and whole food sourced ingredients, and it is designed to provide comprehensive support for your body and your mind. So imagine having a personal army of health experts working tirelessly to optimize your well-being. 
That is what AG1 is. It's a synergistic combination of prebiotics, probiotics, digestive enzymes, adaptogens, and more, which means what? It means there's a bunch of stuff all working in harmony to fuel your body with the nutrients it craves. So say goodbye to the hassle of taking multiple supplements, get rid of that medicine cabinet that you have in your kitchen right now with all those pills, and embrace the simplicity of AG1, which is literally one scoop of this stuff with eight ounces of water in a shaker bottle that they provide, and that's all you need every day. But that's not all. There's more. When you try AG1 today, you'll receive a fantastic offer. Here it is. You're going to get a free one-year supply of vitamin D, which is a vitamin nutrient, vital nutrient for strong immune system and strong bones, along with five free AG1 travel packs with your first shipment. This means you'll have everything you need to take AG1 on the go and never miss a beat in your health routine. If a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, then try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash work on your game. That's drinkag1.com slash work on your game. Check it out and let's unlock the power of AG1 for a healthier, happier you.